Jessica of Ghost Emoji. Of Ghost Emoji fame. Of Ghost Emoji fame. (laughs) You might have heard of me. We don't remember who took us in last week, so I volunteered as tribute. It's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Whatever. I appreciate it. It's such a small part of it, but I always hate it. It always (sighs) takes me so many tries, and it's literally just saying, hi, friends, or some variation of that. I'll do it every time. I don't care. I mean, you always do the outro, so I don't mind always doing the intro. I don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god, Becca's on something today. I'm wild now. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've got so much adrenaline. So little food in my stomach. I also want food. I just want to make some hash and like put a big fried egg on top of it. Mine's because we literally do not have food in our house. I'm awash of, in food. I have so many fresh fruits and vegetables just waiting for me to make them into food I can eat. Mm. And I'm over here just being like, I just want to put something in the microwave. I want to heat up some mush and I want to eat it. I just need to live. Why can't I just eat goop for sustenance? Why must I cook? Why do I have to do this this science, this food science? Meanwhile, at my apartment, I just haunt the kitchen like a specter every hour opening the fridge and going, nothing. Closing it and then going back upstairs to play more Fire Emblem. So Have you come to haunt me too? <laughs> fridge. <laughs> just a fridge specter. <laughs> Anyways, this week we're talking about the Lizard Man of Honeygrove, Texas. And like a smattering of other lizards. Like I know he's the big show. He's the the star. He's the big daddy. That's what like my my dad's the big daddy. But where was he in 1984? Was he in Honeygrove? I I wasn't here yet. Was he in Honeygrove, Taylor? I don't think so. Was he in Honeygrove? I think he was. He was partying down in Bryan College Station. Mm Hmm. He was a DJ. You don't know what DJs do. Oh God. He could have been a lizard man. Am I a lizard man? Am I part lizard man? Oh my god. So many things make sense now. <laughs> the way I lick my own eyeballs. The way whenever my tail comes off, it can regrow. The way you the way you mold your toes over any surface, like a gargoyle. Yeah, these sticky pads on my fingertips. Yeah. The way mm. I can climb up walls. <laughs> Yeah, all those things. Does this lizard man do any of these things? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, well, so all of this information came from the website nationalcryptidsociety.org and Wikipedia. But you should check out the nationalcryptidsociety.org. It was very good. They do, like, YouTube videos, and they'll actually interview people. And it was, it was very extensive. All of the research they did, great. I just came in and mined it. Like a, a little a little shitty thief. So <laughs> I'm just excited about their t shirts. They have so much merch. Yes, it's so good. I want like a Flatwoods Monster t shirt real bad. There's a lot of them, but you know we've got a soft spot for Elizabeth. Oh, Lizzie. Lizzie. My good good girl. We stand a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It is Elizabeth. Tell me a brief history on Lizardmen. No, you. Okay. No, I'll do it. <laughs> you did all this work. Let me let me soothe you with my dulcet tones. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so the term Lizardmen is not specific to one like 
actual cryptid. It's more to describe like a broad spectrum of bipedal hominid-like reptilian men, sometimes referred to as Homo septereptus. Mm. Sightings of lizardmen are reported all over the globe, uh, including the Entulo of South Africa, that's a lizardman, the Sharufi lizardman of South America, the New Jersey Gatorman, the Loveland Frogman of Ohio. I'm going to Ohio. I'm going to get me a Loveland Frogman. Uh, there's the Lizardman of Skateboard Swamp. Mm. There's just Canadian Lizardman. Straight and to the point. You have to appreciate that. The the Nagas of India, the Kappas of Japan. And <laughs> that's just a, a, small, a small survey. There are many more. And uh, there's also, as featured on Mountain Monsters, supposedly a lizard demon that roams the rivers running through Wood County, West Virginia, which... West Virginia is ripe with with monsters. West Virginia is wild. So apparently there's like a there's a term for places that are that have a lot of weird paranormal activity and they're called window areas. Why window areas? I don't know, but I've I it's we talk about it a little bit in in a little bit later, but like I had never heard that term, but now I'm like can we do an episode on window areas? I feel like that would be very interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it like lines up with any of like the ley line stuff, things like that. That also would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. But I guess is there a difference between like ghosty supernatural stuff and then stuff like this where it's paranormal, but it's more like no, this is just like a weird creature, like an actual living creature, instead of like a a paranormal spiritual undertone kind of thing. Um. I'm not sure. I didn't read a whole lot about window areas because I was like, I if I get off on a tangent, I'll never come back. But I mean, it's it just says that the sentence says like where a disproportionate amount of strange activity takes place. So I don't know if it's specifically event or cryptid or sort of like weird creature based and and like UFO sightings or if it is spectral. Or if it's a blend of both, because I feel like a blend of both would be the most like realistic in terms of like, yeah, this is just a fucking weird place where weird shit happens. I want like a 40-60 split of 40% ghost, 60% cryptids. I think that's a good blend. I mean, 50-50, I feel like it's just too many ghosts. We don't need that much wailing. I'm, you know, I need, I need more weird creatures I need their reflective eyes looking at me from a dark place when I take my garbage out. That's that's more the experience I'm after. That's your speed? <laughs> yes. So there are a lot of theories that have been presented in relation to the identity of lizardmen. Theories such as living dinosaurs. Or some people think that maybe they've like evolved over time and the reptilian hierarchy continues to evolve along the same path as primates. I guess it's at some point in time, reptiles were in charge. So I guess people are like, yeah, if they were the dominant species at one point, then why couldn't they have continued to evolve unseen by mankind, hidden in the shadows? And I'm just like, well, there was this thing where a comet, like, fucked them all up. Obliterated everything, pretty much. <laughs> fucked up all their shit. And then the mammals were like, ha ha, you need the sun. Not me, bitch. I love it, <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I, I could see there's a reason why it's a theory and why it's not for sure 100% true. 
So there are no reptilian species known to man that have shown signs of such advanced evolution, um, but the reptile is the oldest and most successful species on the planet and could hold secrets that have yet to come to light. When I saw that, I was just like, what about sharks, though? Sharks are extremely long-lived. They've been around for a minute. Do we have sharkmen? Maybe. Sedonis. Yes. Sedonis is the pinnacle of sharkmen. God. Uh, what a big boy. I feel uncomfortable. Why? <laughs> just by how attractive he is, and he's a fucking shark man. It makes me, I'm just like, could you not have given him, like, a hot dude bod? Like, could no. we tone it down a little, Japan? <laughs> could we, like, dial it back a smidge? No. Breath no. of the Wild went hard in the paint. <laughs> they said, nope, if we're gonna have a shark man, he will be hot. Get out of my way. He will also be enormous. Yeah, he big. Woof. Okay, what frightens me is he's he's small in comparison to like you see his dad and you're like, wait a minute. That's a little one? He's a grown boy. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared for Link. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm afraid for him. Don't be scared. He loves it. <laughs> So lizardmen, whether real or imagined, or cases of mistaken identity, have been around for a long, long time. There's the Ubaid, or Ubaid, lizardmen, 7,000 years ago, and there's statues of them in, from Mesopotamia. Um, these mysterious relics depict reptilian humanoids, both male and female. In one statue, the figure is helmeted and holding a scepter, and another of familian, or a, a familian, a female reptilian, is breastfeeding a child. Wow. 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 Wait, but but how? Does it just have like a crocodile head and then a human body? Because um, yeah. if I've learned anything from elementary school, it's that reptiles lay eggs and do not have live birth. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, I'm going to guess that they weren't masters of anatomy. But <clears throat> yeah, there's there's pictures from the website that I can send you. But um, it, they kind of they they kind of remind me of um like statues of Anubis and stuff, where it's sort of like they're very. It's basically just like a human body, but then they've got like a giant yeah. animal helmet on, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and it's all very you know what's the word? I don't want to say like crude, but it's. One, it's, you know, obviously very old, so I'm it's sure simple. any sort of detailing. Yeah, it's simple. They're like, we're just getting to the point. It's a humanoid lizard. It's a human with lizard. Titty out. Yeah. Okay? Titty is out. Feed the baby. Titty important. So we go from this beautiful, majestic reptilian breastfeeding to <laughs> present day. And when I say present day, I mean like the last hundred years or whatever. But there have long been rumors that there's a colony of lizard people inhabiting underground tunnels beneath Los Angeles. Okay. In fact, the Los Angeles Times ran a piece on January 29th, 1934. They did that. They were like, let's put it pen to paper. Lizard people's catacombs, city haunted. Engineer sinks shaft under Fort Moore Hill to find maze of tunnels and priceless treasures of legendary inhabitants. That's a little mouthy. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a, on the article that I read, there's a excerpt from the, the article from 1934. And it's basically like, it's down like 200 feet, 
250 feet and, well, they believe, and it's going to lead to like a key room of the city of catacombs in which were stored the city records, which legend says were written on tablets of gold. It's basically just people being like, I think there's this stuff down there, but they never actually, I think, find any of that stuff. So it sounds just kind of like what happened with um, King Tut's tomb, where it's like, did a reporter just like make shit up and then they were like no it's real and everyone was like oh my god it's real oh my god one person said it was real so that's true he just he drank a lot of fumes he oh took my a, a big hit and was like oh li- lizards lizard people lizard people i mean haven't we all come in contact with one person at least in our lives where we were like are you a lizard person pretending to be a real person in a human suit. Yep. I know I have. I for sure have. Uh-huh. We're probably thinking of the same person. We are. Uh, there's another one that I know, but mostly that one. <sighs> so I'm just saying maybe he got high. He was like, that person's a lizard person. And then he was like, what if there's a whole former society under LA? Why LA? Nobody knows. I don't know. I guess... I feel like the whole lizard people thing is kind of, like, pervasive in the circles that are really into, like, Illuminati and Mm -hmm. secret world organizations and stuff. So sometimes I kind of get a little eked out because then I feel like those start to get tied into people thinking that, like, Jewish people are evil and they're lizard people. And kind of like with, like, Flat Earther and Hollow Earth and all that stuff where I'm just like, man, on the surface, it just sounds kind of goofy and silly and haha. And then you get down and you're just like, man, not only are you kind of prejudiced and bad, but you're into just some real wild shit. You couldn't just be regular racist. You had to take it and bring in these reptiles. Well, it's like they need to have some sort of extra like wild explanation for why they're a shitty piece of shit. And it's like, you know, just look in the mirror and say, I'm a I'm a shitty piece of shit. And then, like, we don't need all of this convoluted, random, made-up bullshit. Also, if you ever see anything about a, like, banker... I don't even remember what it's called. Like, banker... Uh, Anytime they refer to, like, banking conspiracy or something like that, that's dog whistle for Jewish people. Yeah, it's, it's anti-Semitic. Yeah. So, anytime you're reading any sort of anything and they start talking about that that's what that is i had no idea but ryan was listening to our podcast and he was like you guys didn't mention it and he was like the whole time i was just like oh my god do they not know that this is anti-semitism and i was like i didn't taylor i guess did but didn't want to mention it because it's kind of a bummer because it it really is yeah i was like it's there i mean it was fucking nazis so yeah (laughs) i don't you know yeah but whatever small side note we do know what that is. It's just a bummer. Yep, pretty much. Who's Christopher Davis? Um, he is a man who witnessed another lizard man sighting, yeah. but it was in 1988, which the story we're going to get to is in 1984. But so four years later, in Bishopville, South Carolina, in a swamp, 17-year-old Christopher Davis had just changed a flat tire on his way home from work when he noticed a strange lizard-like humanoid coming towards him. Uh, Davis managed to get into his car and flee the scene, but not before the lizard man jumped on his car. 
Davis swerved and hit his brakes, and the monster rolled off of his car, leaving some damage behind. The monster was seven feet tall with glowing red eyes, and it looked wet and had three fingers. The creature was covered in scales, and he reported it to the police, but the police blamed the encounter on a bear. Have you ever seen a bear? Apparently they thought he had never seen a bear, and they were like, it's a bear. And he's like, that's not a fucking bear. What I just described to you is literally a lizard man. Like, there's no other, like thing that like a child would go like that sounds like a lizard and a man no sweetie it's just a bear it's just a bear you sweet stupid idiot it's all there it's like no scales glowing red eyes very tall wet it's a bear case closed but apparently there's a lot of like media hoopla that surrounded that story i didn't really look into it super far just because for time restrictions and stuff but i do like his wild stunt driving Right? <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was impressive. <laughs> I want a soundtrack to like, I want a reenaction, like a reenactment of that. And I'm trying to think of like, what would the best song be to play in the uh, back of that scene? White Snake. White Snake, maybe. Um, like that song where they're like in the music video when they have like the sexy girls on the hood, but it's a lizard man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Highway to the Danger Zone might be good. Uh, um, hmm. Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Is that what you said? Yeah. No, I like that. I think it's good. I, <laughs> I think it's like perfect. When, when there's a little bit of a disconnect in the tone <laughs> where it's like this man is terrified because there's a fucking seven foot reptile monster like messing up his whip and there's just some Cindy Lopper. <gasps> Alone by heart. <laughs> then it takes a turn. The lizard man just wanted his attention. No. How do I get you alone? And he's like, get the fuck off my car. <laughs> I just want to talk. Do you want to get some coffee? <laughs> you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> As he rolls off the car into the, <laughs> the ditch. <laughs> he's just really impressed. He's like, man, you ever seen a guy change a tire so fast? And you just get that little <laughs> shiver being like, oh, man, he's so capable. He's so capable. Uh, but he is a 17-year-old child. So <clears throat> anyways, Whew. And let's see. Was it time to get to Honeygrove? Yes. So tell me about the shit, the weirdest shit. The weird shit in Honeygrove, Texas. So we're finally at the setting of the alleged lizardman sighting. So this tale takes place in 1984 in north central Texas. Um, Honey Grove is located 20 miles south of the Red River border with Oklahoma. And it was discovered by Davy Crockett, which, surprise, I'm related to him. Weird flex, but okay. Oh, oh Where's your yeah. coonskin cap, huh? I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it's actually him or I think we're married or we were related to someone like a lady within his family. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so you're just Davy Crockett adjacent. Yeah, adjacent. So when he camped there on his way back to join the Texas Army in San Antonio in 1836, he apparently sent back like a bunch of letters to Tennessee talking about all the honey filled trees, which I am assuming that means that there's just like a shit ton of honeybee hives, like, everywhere, Mm. which I don't love, but also bees are important. They are. 
Honey Grove bills itself as, quote, the sweetest town in Texas, end quote. And the population was just shy of 1,700 people at the time of the 2010 census. I feel like you really wasted an opportunity to be like, the sweetest town in Texas. Yep. Why didn't you do it, Becca? It was right there in Uh, front of you. It's in quotes, for God's sake. (laughs) I was trying to, I don't know. I just, it didn't occur to me. I guess you should have read this section. I just really dropped the ball. I'm sorry. The sweetest town in Texas. There you go. Is that, do you feel better now? Yeah, I feel like a weight's been lifted. (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) Thank God. Um, So it's just your average small rural town in America. But apparently in the early 1980s, in addition to the sighting that we're going to talk about, there were also multiple Bigfoot sightings and a UFO sighting in November of 1984. And the NUFORC database, which that's where there was like a part in the article where they actually had the the report from the UFO sighting. And it was like this guy who like 20 years later, it was like, was 11 at the time of the sighting of the UFO. And he's just talking about he and his friend like seeing it and stuff. And I decided to leave it out because it's just a lot of him being like me and my bud went to blah 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 and i was like okay cool we're not talking about ufos but anyways so the place that you can access and see all of these um the nuforc has a number of other sightings from 1984 that occurred near honey grove and additionally the mufon database has eight sightings in texas and three in oklahoma that were within a three-hour drive of honey grove between 83 and 85 So it seems similar to a lot of the well-known, like we talked about, quote, window areas, which are locations where a disproportionate amount of strange activity takes place. Um, Some examples are Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Skinwalker Ranch, uh, Mount Shasta, and places like that. And I also included Hawkins, Indiana. (laughs) The real town of Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, Hawkins? <laughs> no. I've been interested in doing Skinwalker Ranch, but if we do it, I just want to make sure that we're, like, respectful of it. Yeah. Because I, I think, like, a lot of, like, Native American folklore is really interesting, but I also don't know if we're, like, the best people to dive into it. Yeah, that and I know that a lot of, um, a lot of people have called some of their, um, I don't know what the word would be, figures in their... Is it religion or or just their sort of culture and people have called them cryptids and it's like, we that's not what they are. Like they have significance and they're not just sort of like weird animal sightings and mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know uh, if we want to, mm, I don't want to be disrespectful at all. Yeah, but I would definitely say like if you are interested in it, maybe like look it up on your free time because it's it's. It's really interesting. All right. So here we are at the main event. Yep. This is the Lizard Man of Honey Grove, Texas. Um, This reported sighting was sent to the National Cryptid Society via their website from an eyewitness. The author of the article that Becca pulled it from had this information and said the following about her testimony. Uh, But this report is not about the Lizard Man of or swamp. This is not about South Carolina and all the hoopla that surrounds other lizard man sightings. Oh man, that Don would be so mad. Our co our coworker <laughs> is a firm believer 
and the lizard man in South Carolina. Don't tell him he ain't real. <laughs> um, there are no outlandish or unbelievable claims made by the witness, save the fact that seeing a seven-foot-tall lizard walking upright is pretty otherworldly and otherwise unbelievable. The witness saw a seven-foot bipedal reptile not as an aggressive monster, but as an animal crossing the road without a care in the world. Oh, that's nice. So there's an actual, like, YouTube video on, I'm guessing, YouTube and on the website the cryptid society whatever that has her take on it and i guess is this like a transcript of it yeah okay so uh the lady starts with my name is kelly with an i Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i am the 55 year old female and in 1984 i lived in a very small town in texas it was called honeygrove texas it didn't have a lot of people in it Probably at the time, maybe 12 to 1400, and one night, I had put my dot dot dot, I have two daughters, and I put them to bed and went to sleep. While my dogs went to barking ferociously and up against my house, I heard twigs breaking. Uh oh. While my eldest daughter had a Shetland pony, so in my mind, I thought the Shetland had gotten loose, I got up and out of bed and went to the front door. My front drawer had nine panes of glass in and Right catty corner from me, 25 feet, was a street light, a very bright street light. What I saw walking across that street, I will never forget. It's the the biggest, tallest, handsomest lizard man I ever saw. We're married now. We've got three <laughs> beautiful three beautiful children. I like how we went the same place. <laughs> uh, she says, I saw a lizard standing on two feet with his back to me. He had crossed the road and his tail was so long, it was still halfway in the road. He was gray and I could see scales. His arms, for lack of a better word to call them, went between his hip and his knees. He was just nonchalantly walking across the road right under the streetlight across the street from me was houses, but behind the houses was a sawmill. I was in shock. I had never seen or experienced anything like this before. My world was black and white with no gray, and pun intended, he never looked my way. I never left the house. I was... It... Man, this... I guess this is like a direct transcript, because... It is. It is. I cannot make heads or tails of some of these sentences. (laughs) Um, I was totally in shock in her that night. As a matter of fact, I didn't go to sleep the rest of the night. It was looking at my front door long before, or long gone after he had passed beyond my field of vision. I didn't tell anybody about the sighting. This is my first time uh, telling about it. Uh, I was estranged from my family, and I just didn't. I just didn't tell no one. I mean, I didn't want to be. Um, Honeygrove was a small town, and I did have two small children, and I didn't want any type of flack, I guess, coming towards me or mine or my daughters. So I kept it to myself. Ugh, I'm apologizing in advance for this weird reading. <laughs> It really doesn't sound that weird, I promise. Uh, I only saw him that one time. Like I said, he was just nonchalantly walking across the street. There have been other sightings back then, not of what I saw, but of Bigfoot. And I'm trying to remember the people's name. And since I've talked to you, I've been trying to remember. But a lot of times the guys would go down into the hollow to, um, uh, um, hmm. There was a hollow Uh down there. I'm just going to read this like I'm Jeff Goldblum. Do it. (laughs) So somewhere no, I don't know how to do that. And they would want to go hunting, and the dogs wouldn't even would not follow them, would not go down there, and there would be screams of it. They said the guys would say it almost sounded like a woman in pain, and I don't have I don't know of any animals that would sound like that. It's a cougar, um, but I have many rumors, heard many rumors about people that have seen Bigfoot in that area along the same timeline. Yeah, I remember we when the the campfire like camp stories episode. 
they talked about how it sounds like a screaming woman. And when we listen to it, uh, it definitely does. It does. Mountain Lion just sounds like a a lady screaming. Which is very upsetting. It is. It is upsetting. But I feel like it would explain a lot of, like, folklore Mm -hmm. about hollering women. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to look for the creature for this lizard. I had never seen a deer or a bear come through here. It was not a deer. Uh, my kid's dad was a very avid hunter, and he would bring home two or three a year. So it had, it was no deer. It had no antlers, and it had scales. It was just like looking at a chameleon, if you would, that had been blown up to seven feet. It was tall. Its tail was humongous. Um, I just want to say thank you for getting this information out to people because there are things out there, you know, they don't fit into our black and white areas. So, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't know where it came from. All I know is what I saw and he walked. So he was right underneath that streetlight. There's no question about what he was. I think people should know that there are things out there that don't fall into the category of A to Z in a regular animal world. So is she the only person who's ever seen this lizard guy? Yeah, I mean, it just happened like at night. She saw it. She didn't report it for like 20 years. And then she was like, I guess she found the website, the National uh, Cryptid Society, and was just like, I'm going to share my story. Hmm. I was trying to, I was like, oh, I was like, well, what about, what about the car man? But he's South Carolina lizardman. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, could be fake. She could have made it up. But listening to her, I was, I was like, either she saw something, I mean, or she thinks she saw something, which is enough. You know, for it to be real in her mind. Yeah. I imagine she probably saw something. She probably didn't make anything up. But I don't know if what she saw was like an actual lizard person. You know, it could have been some other kind of animal, like a large, weird animal. I want to believe. I know you do. You love those lizard men. I love lizard men. I want to believe. Horny for these lizard men. Not really, but... (laughs) You know, I I think it'd be fun. It seems entertaining. I just, my, my main, like, thing that I get caught up on is that they're always, like, walking on two feet. Because I'm just like, these could just be, like, big gators. These could be, like, big Gila monster-looking motherfuckers. And, you know, if they're running at you or being scary. I mean, some of them are super long and big, but I just don't know how they would get up. How would they be so tall? I don't know. Part of me also wondered, like... Could this have possibly been someone in a costume, like, on their way to some sort of, I don't know, anything? I mean, they could have been going to, like, see um, a midnight showing of some random monster movie. You know what I mean? And they're just out having a smoke under a streetlight. No one understands me. Hey, I don't know their life. I'm so misunderstood. (laughs) Such a Taurus. I mean, we see all sorts of crazy stuff, like the weird disconnect of seeing like a cosplayer dressed like wildly out doing something that's just very chill. And you're like, yep. Yeah, I just, you know, go to Akon and like all of a sudden Goku's in line to buy something at a taco truck. But I mean, that those were things that like people didn't really do. I mean, people did, obviously, like there are, you know, Star Trek conventions from the 70s and 80s and stuff, and people would dress up in costumes, but like the average person living in a small rural town, like, if they saw that out on the street under a street lamp, they'd be like, oh my god. My dad did have a big gator suit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. Maybe it is an actual lizard man. Maybe it was someone in their lizard man costume from episode, like, 200 of some random show that I don't know. But why would they be in Honeygrove, Texas? Hey, 
You know what? What? There are people in rural towns that want to fly their freak flag and... No, I just meant why would they be filming this TV show? Oh, no, I'm not saying they're filming a TV show. I'm saying maybe they're going to like, I don't know, a party or I don't know, just they're like, I want to dress up. Maybe this is the earliest recording furry. I don't know, you know? Seems far-fetched to me. But is it more far-fetched than an actual lizard man evolving and reproducing and then wandering around to be seen by this woman under a street lamp? Almost. Is it? I feel like I feel like one is way more plausible than the other, and I want to believe. I just I still think it was some kind of big animal, not a bear, but some kind of big animal. I would be so insulted if someone was like, "Are you sure it wasn't a bear, honey?" I'd be like, "I know what a fucking bear looks like." I'm from Honey Grove, Texas. You think I don't know bears? <laughs> you don't know what a fucking bear looks. Winnie like. Pooh is the fucking president. <laughs> Uh, of Honey Grove, Texas, okay? <laughs> I like how you called him Winnie Pooh instead of Winnie the Pooh. I thought I said Winnie the Pooh, but you know what? He's Winnie Pooh now. <laughs> Maybe the recording just cut out. He Winnie Pooh now. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all I've got on lizard men. Are they real? Are they not real? Nobody knows. Maybe it's just someone with, like, a skin condition. And a tail. Oh, They're just having a nice walk. Could be. Be like, everyone's fucking rude, so I have to go have my smokes under a streetlight all dramatically at night. I am so misunderstood. <laughs> what have I been doing? What have I been enjoying? Yeah, what are you doing that's spooky and scary? Uh, spooky and scary, not so much. Other than planning a wedding and it being two and a half months away and... Trying to tell yourself that everything's going to be fine. It'll be great. We'll get there. We'll get you married. Don't sweat it. I mean, the marriage will definitely take place. I just don't know how good anything will look or be. It'll be great. It's going to be great. I certainly hope so. Because I am at, like, Christina Yang, somebody sedate me level of anxiety. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm your plant daddy. I will make sure everything looks great. Deputy. (laughs) Deputize me, daddy. (laughs) Yeah, but other than that, uh, I've been using Fire Emblem's Three Houses to Escape into another world where I'm not planning a wedding and I... And everything is still sad? Everything is still sad and stressful. (laughs) I chose Blue Lion's house and I stand by it. Because I love a complicated romance, apparently. I love it. It's the best kind. It's like catnip to me. Mm. Show me a boy that's missing an eye and I say, okay, let's go. That's my husband. That's my husband now. (laughs) Apparently. So. One day I will have a switch and I will also be able to to look at a boy. I mean, you can also romance girls. The only thing that pisses me off is it does feel very like uh it's super limiting with the the male male rom- romances. There's literally only one option really. And I mean, I love Lindhart, but uh it's not cool to be like uh just this one, I guess. Hope this is your favorite. It's all we've got. Yeah. 
He's great. Don't get me wrong. Loves naps. Doesn't want to do shit. Really relate to him. But, you know, sometimes that's not everyone's jam. Everyone deserves to be able to romance a sad, traumatized eye patch man. Yeah. Let me nut. He's cried so many times, and him crying makes me cry. So it's just, there's been so many no. tears. Oh, my God. It's fine. I can't wait. If any of you are playing, please send us an email and tell me what house that you are uh, that you picked and who you your favorite character is and who um, you're romancing and just tell me just literally you can send me just a huge block of text telling me all the stuff about Fire Emblems because literally no one I know other than my future husband is playing it and I desperately want to talk to someone about it. Please, please, I beg of you. And if anyone wants to donate a switch to me if anyone wants to just give me like 300 fucking dollars i'll take it just just send all your money to ghost emoji podcast at gmail.com and let's get me a switch so i can also <laughs> be sad and in love with the eye patch man oh i have God. been just starting and stopping a lot of like horror media things and i haven't been coming back and finishing them not because they're bad i just have been drawing a lot more lately and so i'm not doing a good job of like concentrating on other things mm-hmm. like i started we know the devil i didn't get very far i like it so far but i you know i just i didn't finish it i started the second season of dark which is like a kind of paranormal time travel apocalyptic spooky whatever kind of drama thing on netflix and it's good and I think I'm more than halfway through the second season, but I just, I keep falling off stuff. I'm having a really hard time sticking with anything. I just want to draw all day. You know, you're going through a season in your life where you just want to draw. You just mm-hmm. want to draw your OCs, and I respect that. Yeah. I just want to draw my OCs. I mean, I am so happy that you finally drew my favorite of your OCs. And also, we looked through Taylor's drawings from middle school, because we went to middle school and high school together, and... We had so many, so many beautiful memories. Some of them made me want to die. Some of them brought me great joy. But she redrew my favorite of her OCs, and I'm forever grateful. I'm so proud that I could make an OC that you could fall in love with and stay in love with longer than your actual husband. 17 years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never compare because the OC can't hurt me. <laughs> He's been hanging out in a folder, being like, I wonder if they ever still think about me. He can't disappoint me. It's been kind of kind of slow over here. Sorry this episode is a little bit late. We had uh, just a lot going on. I've got helping my parents move and stuff, and it's just been a lot of stuff. It's very emotional. That's the scary part, is helping your parents move out of your childhood home and having to mm-hmm. deal with losing like a main constant in your life. Fucking sucks. But yeah. I'm happy for my parents. I know this is a is a big chapter for them, and we were lucky to be in the same house for such a long time, but it's still just really freaking weird. Yep. Mm. Mm. Childhood, like, home stuff is hard. Yeah. I remember when we sold my grandparents' house, and I was really upset because I didn't get to, like, we didn't have a, you know, proper goodbye, really. It was just sort of like, well, the last time you saw it was the last time you get to, and... And you're like, what did I even do? Bad. Did I even really yeah. like look around at anything? Did I? But that's too much. Like every time you go anywhere to be like, I gotta take it all in. What if this is the last time I see it? That's exhausting. Yeah, it's too much emotional um, 
It's a lot what? of labor each time. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Anytime sure. I come into your apartment, I'm going to be like, is this the last time I'm ever going to see this living room? <laughs> I don't think my, my, my shitty apartment is quite the same as like your childhood home, but I appreciate the sentiment. This is going to be the last time I walk through this parking lot. God, no. Uh, yeah, but so that's, that's, um, that's what we've been up to. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient while we got this out a little bit late. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ghost emoji show. You can email us any questions or comments or stories at ghost emoji podcast at gmail.com. I feel like I always forget to mention it. Our intro and outro music is soft and furious post. Yes. It's a bop. If you want to look them up, I think they're on YouTube or whatever. If you like what you hear, you can please subscribe. Follow us on iTunes, Podbean, we're on Spotify. A review is always nice. You can tell a friend mm-hmm. that you know two cool ladies that are just, man, can't get enough lizards, sharkmen, ghosts, power ballads from the 80s. <laughs> so, yeah. But if you know someone out there who needs some people who are fucking nerds and like mm-hmm. spooky scary stuff then send them our way yeah we appreciate it come here come here you'll have a great time <laughs> well again thank you for listening and until next time always remember to say goodbye goodbye bye-bye bye-bye